welcome to the 16th episode of Clinical Controversies. My name is Haven, and today we will be discussing eugenics, the study of how to arrange reproduction within a human population to increase the occurrence of heritable characteristics regarded as desirable. Eugenics became very popular when Adolf Hitler ordered the killing of disabled and medically unfit people, as well as the murdering of Jews. Because of the advancement of science and technology, many people fear that another era where the principle of genetics will prevail. Ethical issues about eugenics are concerned with the moral principle associated with racial equality and the subjective belief in perfection. Because of this, some are concerned that modern genetics are the new eugenics. In 1990, in a book describing his view of human genetics, Berkeley sociologist Troy Duster spoke about a backdoor to eugenics, one that is made up of screens, treatments, and therapies. And a few years later, Arthur Dyke, a professor of ethics at Harvard, wrote the following. Science, medicine, and law at present willingly provide the information, rationale, and technical know-how for current eugenic practices in the United States, some of them quite coercive and arguably unethical. Eugenics is not simply a matter of history, eugenics is practiced today, and the very ideas and concepts that informed and motivated German physicians and the Nazi state are in place. Now, because of that, some coin human genetic engineering as modern eugenics. Genetic engineering changes or removes genes to prevent disease, cure disease, or improve your body in some significant way. The potential health benefits of human gene therapy are staggering since many devastating or life-threatening illnesses could be cured. Now, this episode goes hand-in-hand with my previous episode on genetic engineering, so if you haven't taken a listen to that episode, make sure to. Now, Regardless that there may be many potential health benefits of human gene therapy, there are many things immoral about it if it is truly synonymous to modern eugenics. Now I, and I bet many others as well, do not believe modern scientists and geneticists are purposefully trying to code a superior race. That is not their goal. You know, they're not aiming for the destruction of inferior races to make way for superior races. But are they trying to find new ways the human genome or the human population, you know, as a whole can improve? Yes, I believe so you know, maybe just with ill people. You know, there are many people's illnesses that are caused by their genetics. If we could alter the genome to prevent these diseases, is that not all for the better? I, and I bet many people as well, agree with that. The issue is that this could segue into dangerous genetic territory. Genome editing is a way of making changes to specific parts of a genome, and scientists have been able to alter DNA since the 1970s. But in recent years, they have developed faster, cheaper, and more precise methods to add, remove, or change genes in living organisms. But is eugenics really occurring today? Eugenics has such an awful connotation associated with it that I hesitate to even really ask that question. And it again goes back to the previous question of whether we can even classify modern genetics as eugenics. When I introduced the definition of eugenics in the beginning of this episode, I mentioned the occurrence of heritable trait characteristics regarded as desirable is increased with eugenics. Is that not the same that occurs in genetic engineering? While it is not systematic killing with the goal of leaving behind a superior race, it is the altering of the genome to change things about an individual that is not desirable, like a disease. But is desirable really the right word? It is not like scientists favor genetic engineering because they want all people, all ill people to go away. They just want the illness to go away. Can it be classified as eugenics if we're not really arranging the reproduction of the human population because all we're doing is just taking some things away? Or is that arranging the reproduction of the human population because we'll be adding or taking away or altering genes, which change the allele frequency in the population, therefore ultimately arranging the reproduction of the human population? 
Now, I'm not going to go into the pros and cons of genetic engineering because as I previously mentioned, I have an episode on genetic engineering and in that episode, I go over the pros and cons, different perspectives to it. But all it truly comes down to is that it becomes a matter of what society values more. Protecting the safety of people who are already alive or protecting the safety of future generations. When comparing eugenics with genetic engineering, one must think of that question. I do believe that genetic engineering can get as far as human species, but how far should it go? Is it now that genetic engineering is becoming eugenics or eugenics becoming engineering now, or will eugenics be the future in terms of genetic engineering as we advance our genetic engineering capabilities and innovations? Thank you for listening, and I hope you have left listening to this podcast with new perspectives in mind. Come back next week where I'll be discussing yet again another clinical controversy.